Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. Hey, you guys, I'm excited for this episode of the Craving Consciousness podcast because today we are with Diane Lawson, astrologer. Um, and you guys all know we love to learn anything about astrology because uh, I've always heard the saying like, uh, you may not be in astrology, but astrology is into you, right? <laughs> and so uh, I want to welcome Diane. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here with us. Oh, well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Me too. So, so um, there's so many questions I have about astrology. Like I told you before, I'm just this novice. But the more I go through my spiritual awakening, the more I teach people to to enhance their spiritual awakening. Astrology is always there. There's mm-hmm. always something going on. So I would love to uh, hear a little bit about, you know, how how did you how did you get into astrology, um, and you know what it did for you. Okay. Well, many 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 years ago, um, world famous astrologer was coming to my town. And I heard myself say, I've never had my chart done. And I, I had never been interested in it. But whenever I hear myself say I've never done something, I usually find myself doing it just because I'm so curious. And I left her and was I was just absolutely blown away with how she knew so much about me. It was like, how in the heck did she have that much information about me? And I left her and I went to our library and came out pile of books to see how she did it and then I was hooked it gave a lot of information about free will versus determinism and if the planets can influence us how do they do that and if they can tell us our future how do they do that and and so I've just been hooked just been hooked ever since and it's something that is so vast that I just keep learning and learning and learning but it it really changed my life in three ways the first is if, if I could believe in astrology, you know, uh, it opened up my eyes to all kinds of other things. What else is out there that I believe in that doesn't sound very probable? And then, two, it really gave me information about myself and others. It, it, it has given me a lot of information about when to do what. But it's really changed my whole perception of reality because I know that there is a strong correlation and connection between the whole heavens and us. And, you know, as above, so below. And that just kind of blows me away. It helps me to understand that we're all one thing. We're all connected. You know, the universe is benevolent. It wants to help us. So I just I just think it's, you know, it's made me feel more secure. It's made me feel more in control of my life. It's just given me a lot of really valuable information. You know, I like that you say that. It helped you feel more secure and more in control in your life. Because, um... You know, something that's always a joke, right, is crazy Mercury retrograde. <laughs> and so my, my <laughs> husband says, can we just blow that planet out? You know, and I, and I explained to him, it's not 
it's not a bad thing, right? Like if, if you, if you knew, and, and like I said, I'm a novice. So like everybody knows Mercury retrograde, poor Mercury, we're always teasing it. But if we knew what each planet meant, then we can be more prepared about things that are going to show up and bubble up in our life. Right. 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 I, I, although I got to admit, sometimes Mercury retrograde just seems to beat us up. I think this last Mercury retrograde period, which just ended yesterday was just horrific just horrific the communications were just crazy and people i could usually communicate well with i couldn't and i had a, a phone consultation last night and i bet her phone died this was a, like a one hour consultation and her phone probably died 10 times <laughs> she had to call me back she said this has never happened before well i was thinking i'm not surprised it happened today this is the way my whole day is gone mm -hmm. but now, in spite of what I just said, it is helpful to know when Mercury is going to be retrograde because I will not sign up in a uh, contract when Mercury is retrograde because I may not have all the information. And I will also not take a, a passport trip because it may cause problems. And I, I, I have written thousands of things that have been published. And if I and submitting something to a new editor or a new publisher, I will not do an Mercury retrograde. It was kind of a routine, you know, I'm sending it to this newspaper reporter and he's published 100 of my things. I don't pay any attention, but the big stuff I, I do pay attention because Mercury retrograde does have an effect. And um, one of the things that may be helpful to our listeners is on my website, I do have a page called Mercury Retrograde, and I explain what it is and what you should be watching out for, and also what you should do in Mercury Retrograde, because there's an ebb and a flow to everything in the universe. I mean, there's a good time to do things and a bad time to do things. And then I also give the dates so that people can go there and, um, and find out more information about it. And my website is www.diane.com lawson.com diane is d-i-a-n-n-e and lawson is l-a-w-s-o-n but i i think that can be real helpful to people perfect yeah i you also mentioned you have a free email list is that also on your website yes it is and and i do send out information about what is going on astrologically and sometimes i send out information about what's going on um, According to astronomy, which is the actual planets and the stars, um, and not how they influence us. Astrology is about how um, the planets and the stars have an influence on people on Earth, and astronomy is the actual study of the heavenly bodies. And I that random things about that too. Okay, awesome. I know I'm on your list, so I like to get those little updates. Okay. But you were saying too, you wanted to talk about what astrology like really is? Well, it's really complex. So a lot of people think of astrology, you know, what's my sign? Think of the 12 signs of the zodiac. And real astrology is extremely complicated. It's much more than just the 12 signs of the zodiac. Um, um, you know, your sun is in a certain sign of the zodiac. That's what people ask, what's my sign? But astrologers also look at, um, where the moon is, where all the planets are, except Earth, 
and we look at, um, I include Pluto, and I know a lot of people know he was demoted. Poor little Pluto, he was demoted to a dwarf planet. Oh. <laughs> planet. But he's still out there and he's extremely powerful. But we look at where they were at, at the exact time, date, and place of your birth. And we, and we look at a whole lot more. Um, but it's, it's exceptionally complicated, and everybody's birth chart is unique to them. To them. Um, you, know, you were born at one time and one place, and nobody else does. And your birth chart will show your whole life's potentials. It will show you know, health, and how you can make money, what kind of career you need, talents, abilities, relationships of all kinds between your parents and your siblings. And the number one thing that I get asked about is always um, relationships. Yeah. <laughs> it really gives clues. And if people would listen to what, what they should be doing, what they should be avoiding, what they need in relationships, and make sure before they really get involved in a relationship, that this person can meet those needs, yeah, it would be a lot better. It'd be a lot better. And I, I also have to tell this story. I love this story. I tell it frequently. Um, I met my husband because he came to me as an astrology client. And the second I saw his chart, I knew I was going to be married. Stop it! Great <laughs> story. And so then I had this dilemma: Should I tell him? And I, you know, I really want to be ethical, so I really obsessed about that for a long time. You know, I thought, I can't tell this man, he's going to think I'm a nut. And I went and asked, you know, you're a real spiritual person. Do you think I should have told him? You know, I don't know, because you don't want to mess with somebody's free will. And sometimes you put those ideas in their head. It might have pushed him away like, this is a stalker lady. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, with what I do, it's, it is a delicate Thing. like yours is the chart so you're like here's your options right I guess and for right. me it's more of a feeling where it's like you gotta that person has to be okay before they're they're whole enough to like have that healthy relationship you know right right I guess mine's more like the psychology and the emotion and all that yeah well I did not tell him and um and I, I wondered, and it was interesting because I was on somebody else's radio show um, a couple of weeks ago, I think, and, and he said, well, when did you start dating him? And I said, well, right away, you know, he asked me out right away. And he said, well, was that ethical? Because therapists don't start dating, you know, they can't date their clients for like a year after they could see him. And I thought, well, it's not quite the same. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh, another ethical dilemma. But anyway, um, I, yeah, we immediately just started hitting it off, and we were married a short time later, and we've been almost, we've been married almost uh, 25 years, and it's a really good marriage. That's really awesome that you would do that. Something I always think about is I always like, once I started getting into astrology and realizing that everything's moving, right, is I always think of myself as this tiny little planet that's on <laughs> another planet. Right? I mean, because we're moving too, right? Right, right. Yes. <laughs> I know that sounds corny, but. Yeah, well, the planets are constantly moving. And so our, we can look at where the planets are today 
and see how they are having an effect on our birth planets and, and see what kind of things they're likely to be doing. And so astrologers can do, I call them yearly charts. People come to me uh, often uh, once a year and then I look at the next 12 months of what is going on with an astrologically. And it's exceedingly complicated. It's, it's a lot more complicated than I'm talking about because we look at um, a lot more than just where the planets are in the sky. We look at solar eclipses. And we look at something that I think is really intriguing. It's called secondary progressions, or they're also called day or a year progressions. And what that means is astrologers look at where the planets were as many days after birth as you are in years. For instance, if you're 45 years old, um, we look at where the planets were 45 days after you you know, 30 years old, we look at where the planets were 30 days after birth. Are you following me? Well, why would you do that? Well, this, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. I did not know for many, many years, even though I did this, I used this as a professional astrologer, and it suddenly dawned on me, and, and I'm going to back up by saying, you know, I believe that, um, there is a correlation and a connection between big and little in terms of space. You know, I think the bigger heavens mirror the smaller us. I'm also a French Bay consultant, and I think the larger home mirrors the smaller us. I read palms. I think there's a correlation and connection between the small palm and the bigger us. So there's a correlation and connection between big and little in terms of space. Now, the secondary progressions show that there is a correlation between big and little in terms of time. And that blew me away because that shows that we are connected throughout the universe in ways we can't even see or fathom or imagine. I mean, there's, it, I just thought that was really, really an interesting concept. I think all of that is interesting concept. I, I like what you're saying. And it, it, I guess I don't really have a, maybe an example, but in what I do, it's similar to, I guess, like, for, from what I do is, like, more clairvoyant. Like, I could see imprints of energy on people. And when I see someone that looks exactly like the other person, mm -hmm. I already know that there's, they have so many similarities. They, they may have the same amount of children. They may be in the same type of career. It's because it's, like, to me, it's imprinted on them. Whereas to you, mm -hmm. you're, like, seeing connections right. in a more mathematical way. What do you mean by imprinted? Do you mean you, you visually see? You see, what do you, how do you, what do you see or how do you experience? Yeah, I guess it would be yes and no. It's a, a visual. So um, people look like the way they, they are because that's the way they are. So you might see, oh. for example, like a big burly biker dude, right? A lot of times they're very insecure. A lot of times they have a lot of feminine energy. A lot of times they have sisters and lots of sisters. Mm. Um, and it, it's just interesting. So there's that physical aspect. And then there's kind of like a, 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 a visual trigger, I guess, if you will, that will trigger some of my other senses to like see. And then I'll be like, oh, wow, it's so weird. Your mom's energy was on your ear. So like I'll see an earring or something and then all of a sudden – I'll feel a feeling and feel a mother figure and then maybe visually see her in my mind's eye. Mm, okay. so, a little bit about me, but like what you were saying, 
the bigger and the smaller and and the way you've connected it in your mind and how vast our connection is. Right, right, right. Well, you're you're somehow plugging in to the connectedness. Yes, exactly. Right. right. Uh, there was one time I did a like a psychic fair, right? Um, where you just have a few minutes to like tell people. And usually when I do those, I'll just do life purpose because to me, life purpose is imprinted. Well, she, she had just went for like a 20 minute session with an astrologer guy and came to me. And then she told me, I told her almost everything he told her. So we're both, we're all receiving it in a, in a way. And like, that's what you said in the beginning was that when you figured out that you had this map of the, the galaxy, you were so intrigued and, and opened up so many doors about what else could be really real out there. What else, you know, can I allow myself to like dabble in? And I feel like that's what this vastness is. All of us finding our way to like our answers, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wanted to share one more thing that astrologers can do that a lot of people don't know about. It's called horary astrology. Like it's like horoscope. Um, it's H O. R-A-R-Y, but it, it doesn't have anything to do with the time of your birth. It has to do with the time you ask the, the astrologer the question. And it's like freaky and magical and it still gives me goosebumps. It, people call me, it's usually pretty quick and easy, and people call me and, and ask me the question and it can be absolutely anything, absolutely anything. And the moment they ask, I push a button on my computer that says now, and the computer draws a map of the heavens for that instant. And uh, I look at it. I look at where the plants are and what's going on. And, and then I interpret that, and then I can answer the question. And the most frequent question is, what does the universe want to tell me about my relationship with so-and-so? But I have been asked everything. Absolutely, you wouldn't believe. Well, you would believe because <laughs> everything. But, but I've been asked anything. I do lost objects. Um, I do not do lost pets or lost people anymore because it's too hard for me to find out possible answers. But anything other than lost people and pets, I will ask. I will let people ask me. And um, it can be anything, you know, should I accept this job? Should I move? You know, where should I move? What should I, you know, just, just anything. Um, I've, I had one person who was in severe pain and she called me and I said, don't call your astrologer. If you're in severe pain, go to the emergency room. You know, so there are questions that I will not answer, but most, most, you know, astrology can answer just any question. It can just be really beneficial for lots and lots and lots of reasons. So, so, do you have to do a lot of math or does, is there like an app that does that for you? I used to. I've, I've been a professional astrologer since 1973. And most of your listeners are not even going to know what logarithms are. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I used to do the math for a birth chart and a yearly chart using logarithms. And I was really fast. And it took me a couple of hours. And now, thank you, God, we have computers. <laughs> <laughs> and the computers can just whip it out, you know, in a matter of a couple of minutes. It's so wonderful. So I, I really.
really liked the idea, though, that I started out doing it using the math because I really understand how the chart works. I think um, I and so I I know how it all fits together and so on. But uh, astrologers now, thank God, to computers no longer have to do do it using a lot of math. That's so. <laughs> intriguing so and so here's a question i know the listeners are going to ask is uh like when you were so intrigued and you went in that library and you grabbed all those books is there a book or a couple books that you're like if you want to understand this go grab them or do you have one or well i i wrote a book that i think is really good for for people who even know something about astrology and a lot of people have have bought it who are have been you know, professional astrology for a long time, and you're still getting information from it. But it's it's candy for people who know nothing or very little about astrology. And it's called Extraordinary Relationships Through Astrology. And you can buy it through my website or through Amazon.com. But um, it it teaches people the basics of astrology enough so that they can use it to interpret what they need in relationships. And, and it talks about red flags and uh, what you need, and it, it helps you understand you know, your partner. And it's it's a good book to start with because it helps with one area that most people are really interested in, and it's not overwhelming. Another book that I really like that I have gone through repeated copies is called The Complete Astrologer. And it's by Julia and Derek Partner, Parker. And complete is spelled C-O-M-P-L-E-A-T. And I really like, this is a really old one. The next one I'm going to talk about is called um, A-T-O-Z, 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 Horoscope Maker and Delineator. And that's a real oldie, but it is a big, fat book, and it just really teaches you everything to know. So there are a lot of really good books out there. I like anything by Stephen Forrest but, and Alan Oaken, but they're more advanced. So those are the, the ones I would recommend to get going. Okay. Thanks. Well, we'll put links to all of those, including yours, of course, in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, just so people could check them out because I, it, it, a lot of the listeners I think are like me as soon as you get another clue, another way to like expand your mind through this whole giant umbrella of spiritual awakening. Like we're like, I'm a book junkie, I guess. <laughs> so at least they can self-educate a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, you know, again, with the relationships, I really feel like if we can master our relationships with ourselves and the other people, then um, then a lot of the rest of our life falls into place. Because really, Absolutely. I think relationships are a mirror of your own self-work, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the number one thing people need to um, think of before they get into, into a relationship is if they are able to have a healthy relationship. Often we look for somebody outside of us and we've got to make sure that we have something to give and we're, you know, relatively healthy and can do a relationship. Right. Well, you had talked about red flags um, in your book. What, like, what, what would be, like, is it a red flag, like, if somebody's moon is in your sun, or, I mean? Well, this, this particular, particular chapter 
is not astrology, but several of my clients told me I had to include it in my book. It's just common sense. And it's based on uh, horrible mistakes I've made and horrible mistakes my astrology clients have made. And I have been a social worker, so I've seen horrible mistakes so, you know, my clients made. But I, a lot of it is just based on many, many, many years of, of either experiencing myself or watching people do. And, and people, two things that I, I really like to tell people is they have to pay attention to what the person says because I've had so many clients say, well, he tells me he's not ready for marriage yet, but I know he will be. It's like, what? If he says he's not ready, listen, listen. But then you also have to pay attention to the actions because if somebody says, oh, I love you, I love you, but then uh, he cheats on you repeatedly, well, pay attention more to the actions. So you have to pay attention to both. And I think it's really important to pay attention to how, and I'm using he, but it could be he or she treats others. How does, how does he treat the waitress? How does he treat drivers who cut in front of him? How does he treat his mother? And I know that people are not going to have the same relationship with you that they have with their mother, but if somebody's got a really nice, good relationship with his mother and he's always available and he's always helpful and he's always respectful, that's probably how he's going to treat you. Yeah. So those are some red flags. And I know you, you've had, you've seen other people red flags if you want to share. What do you think are some huge red flags? Oh, well, it's really, when people come to me, I really point out, are you sacrificing your life based on trying to receive, receive love from somebody else? Are you manipulating your own behavior? Are you, uh, you know, changing the way you behave? So really it's a, it's an empowerment thing kind of on my end and allowing and really letting them know that you have to be okay with being alone before you're going to have a healthy relationship and you have to have boundaries boundaries are beautiful yes, yes. <laughs> they are yes they are i agree 100 percent. a big thing that comes through me is that relationship dynamics and i know you had said you were a social worker before um and i honestly don't uh, you know a little bit back you know back to that subject is don't you think like a lot of us have this craving to like help other people and maybe because of the way society was laid out, we went towards that so sociology and the psychology, you know, that type of thing. And then isn't it interesting how the spiritual awakening and astrology just really, really, really supports that. Now say that again. I'm not sure if I heard all, all of what you said. Well, how uh, a lot of us, you, you know, yourself included, like went out into the world and was like, I want to help people. And so you got your degree and started being a social worker. Whereas like, I think a lot of us um, light workers, I guess, mm -hmm. were drawn to that. And so we went through the motions of however society laid out before us. Well, I'm going to get a degree in social work or I'm going to, you know, be a teacher, a, you know, a kindergarten teacher and teach mindfulness. But then all of a sudden we have, we connect with the spiritual awakening through whatever mm -hmm. avenue it is, mm -hmm. astrology or, or being psychic or, uh, and then that just fuels Behind, you know, it just supports more of your efforts, what you were planning to do in the, in the first place. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think I can help a lot more people 
a lot better to astrology than I ever could associate. I, and I know I'm really prejudiced about astrology, but I just think it's the best method that, that I have come across that can help people know who they are and what they need and what their talents are and, and what their forecast is and when to do things. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's like a gift from the heavens. It's like the universe is supporting us and helping us and it's beneficial and we need to grab on and learn it and use it. Yes. Learn it, use it. Otherwise you're just floating through life, like not knowing what's happened, you know? Right. right. <laughs> So, so you do uh, forecast sessions. Um, do you just do the yearly ones, or do you do like one-on-one? -on -one? Like, it's can the listeners like get to your website and be like, "Oh my gosh, I need a session." Um, well, I hope that. I hope so. Oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, I usually, I, I astrologers have a whole bunch of tools, a lot more than I talked about, but I, I like to. Um, do yearly charts because there's so much going on and some of the planets last for a couple of years and if I you know some people want me to do like three month and um and and it's really hard because there's so much going on you know to get it in but one another the horary um can can ask specific questions about the future including what does the universe want to tell me about my next three months or what should I be doing um for the next six months, or what is he? Some of this is a really strange question, and my son just it drives him crazy that I have people ask me this. But often people just ask, "What does the universe want to tell me?" And he yeah. just thinks that's incredibly stupid. Yeah. But people like that, and they get answers that are helpful. Um, yeah, I get that all the time in my readings, and I tell them, you know, I could give you an energetic reading, but and and tell you how you feel and who you are and maybe what your purpose is. But if you're just, just like, what does the universe want to tell me? Really? No. What do you want to know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, let's get a little more like about your job, about tomorrow, like about, about what? People usually, uh, people often say, what does the universe want to tell me? Especially in the areas of career. Or yeah. Yeah. If people, they, they could be more specific. They're going to get a, a better honed in answer. It, at least in my well, I, I, I sure understand what you're saying, but sometimes the universe wants to tell them stuff they don't want to hear. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that. Need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so then that comes back on us where you've got to deliver it. You have to deliver the mail. I know. You know like let our ego be aside and, and of course support them in, in a loving way. But in a loving way, you have, you're really stressed out. Like in a loving way, you don't love yourself enough right now. And that's oh. why you're, you know the relationship isn't. Yeah. connecting for you because you got to work on the inside but yeah it's true and they know it right I mean usually when you deliver your message they're like I knew that <laughs> right and they often do right well I'm so grateful to have had you on the podcast um we're gonna you know share your book your website you guys all you listeners go get on her email list I'm on there get great tips you know for here and there and kind of just as those emails come in, it kind of helps you learn a little bit more about, you know, what's going on um, in the bigger cosmos, right? So thanks so much for being on here with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was fun talking with you. I enjoyed it. I did too. 
thanks for listening. and if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world-changing brand please send them my way it will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as i can again if you liked what you heard it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends i will be forever grateful until the next episode stay present stay grounded and shine your light.